0: Hello
1: everyone, welcome back to the Haddonfield Horrors Podcast, where we review horror movies horror movie franchises. I'm your host, Mark, and today I am joined with Maria. Hello. <laughs> we are reviewing Rosemary's Baby from 1968. I like this movie. I enjoy it a lot. But before we get into that, I'm going to give you guys a plot summary. A young wife comes to believe that her offspring is not of this world. Wayfish Rosemary Woodhouse, played by Mia Farrow, and her struggling actor husband Guy, played by John Cassavet. I don't think I said that right, moved to New- moved to a New York City apartment building with an ominous reputation and odd neighbors Roman and Minnie Cassavetes, played by Sidney Sydney Blackmare and Ruth Gordon. When Rosemary becomes pregnant, she becomes increasingly isolated, and they reveal that the diabolical truth they they reveal the diabolical truth only after Rosemary gives birth to her baby Maria. <laughs> was this your first time watching Rosemary's Baby?
0: It was my first time watching it.
1: What did you think? Because I for one love this movie. It it, it it's one of those horror movies that I enjoy that like touch on so many different themes. While also being a horror movie, so I enjoyed it. So, what about you? What did you What did you think?
0: I I didn't know what to expect. Like when I first watched it,
1: you had uh, no background
0: knowledge. No, not at all. I mean, I think I did watch the the 2011 one, and I was like, so I kind of had like an idea of what it was going to be about. You know, some baby pregnant with the. Devil's Child. Um, it was really good, honestly. I think I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to. It was very interesting. I, I'm i surprised I haven't, like, watched it before, honestly. Um, the movie really shocked me in, like, a lot of scenes. But I really, really liked it there are some shocking scenes
1: scenes given that it came out well in the late 60s times were changing i guess cuz i was like you know a couple years a couple years earlier in that decade like that movie wouldn't have been allowed like the movie has some shocking scenes and and it has some scenes that that leave you open that leaves like you open to interpretation about what the hell was going on like okay okay well since we're going let's talk about to some of the scenes we liked or disliked, and then scenes that just left you questioned. And for me, it's the scene where guy comes home and she's like, she's obviously been drugged, and he's undressing her, and she's like, "Why are you doing that?" And he's like, "Because you're getting hot." And then all of a sudden, she's she's envisioning herself on the beach, surrounded by like a but like the entire building basically, and. When I first watched this movie, I didn't know what the fuck was happening in that scene. But watching it back now, like one her husband even if he didn't penetrate her, he he, he it, it was a weird gang rape game rape, artificial insemination shit going on that her husband let happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's yeah.
1: <laughs> like that
0: was, I'm <laughs>
1: I yeah he was playing the scene, but I don't know how to explain it <laughs> like it's, it's, it's weird,
0: like yeah, go ahead, I don't know her husband was not not it. he was like, ugh. I don't know, I just it was okay, like the scene that I liked was I don't even know it's honestly a lot um. Because I, I like I know the scene that you're talking about. That scene shocked me. Cause yeah, from a movie from like nineteen sixty-eight, I was not expecting that.
1: The nudity? Like the yeah. boobs. Yeah. No, like like like, like
0: like like the devil. Like you like the whole thing. I was like, Oh, okay. Um and then her kind of trying to like rationalize it. You know, her and her mind trying to rationalize it, her and her dream trying to, I guess, go to, like, a happy place, you know? Make it happy until it turned very dark. Um, I think, out of the whole movie, I think it's the most, the closest that you'll get to, like, anything supernatural, you know? Um, yep. Which I thought was very interesting because, you know, it's supposed to be, like, a scary movie, but it's not, you know, based off a woman having the devil's child. But it's not a very supernatural movie. Um, but that scene, I don't know. I just I saw that scene and I was shocked. I was like, "No way, this well, is happening right that's, now." Yeah,
1: you're right. That's the only like super because like it's about the movie. Because you're right. It's about a movie that it's a movie that uh,
0: yeah.
1: It's a movie that's about a woman giving birth to the devil's baby. But even with saying that, like, and without that like shot of the baby's eye, like, have you seen the baby's eyes?
0: Yeah, you, and then she,
1: like if you didn't have that scene, you would think this was all just like happening in her head that she was going through. Well, she was going through a major case of being gaslit by like everyone she came in contact with.
0: Yeah, I felt so so bad. Like I like I felt so bad for her and watching her basically trapped, you know, nobody was there for her. They isolated her from her friends and family, and I felt like I felt kind of trapped with her, you know? Because you kind of see everything from her perspective. And literally everywhere she turned, it was someone that was against her, someone that was plotting, someone that was just not on her side.
1: The whole movie just makes you... Like, I felt uncomfortable watching it. And then that scene where she showed her husband her new haircut, and he's like, I don't like... What are
0: you talking about? You look great. It's that haircut that looks awful.
1: Like obviously she was nervous to show you obviously she likes it you could have you could have said that differently
0: (laughs) (sighs) i know and then everyone was like your hair looks ugly like and it's and like the things that her haircut was supposed to be like a modern haircut you know it's like it's what, what was in during that time and but it's ugly like no
1: like, was the devil not gonna like it? Was he not gonna inseminate her? Like, what the fuck? And I still can't, I still can't pick out which point did, um, at to which point or which scene when the husband flipped. And rewatching it now, I'm starting to think he was already in on it before they fucking moved to the building. Honestly, did you get that feeling
0: i think he flipped in the very beginning i think when he first met them uh roman was basically kind of like seducing him with his stories until the second time when when he when he went right he he went because he was like i like roman stories i'm gonna go back he went back and then he came back and he came back kind of weird um which i'm assuming that's when roman was telling him all these things And then when
1: when he was with Roman, Minnie and her friend came with
0: Rosemary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then when Roman came back, he was was kind of, to be honest, he was kind of weird. In the beginning, he was very like, just kind of distant. But then when he came back that second time, he was kind of weird until he got that phone call about uh, the other actor going blind. I think that's where it hit him, where he was like, this, this is this works. is yeah he was like this is because he was a struggling actor you know he had just lost a role he was struggling they just moved into this place you know and they mention it multiple times in the movie that he's very selfish that he is very self centered like Rosemary says it multiple times and it's and it's not even to like complain she'll say it like oh it's just it's just guy he's, so, he's, it's he's just how he his is wife's
1: womb to the devil so he can become. Let's, like, we'll save our Roman, I mean, our our, our guy, Sorry. Rending, <laughs> but But besides those two, the
0: scene where she was walking into traffic. I thought that scene was, I didn't get it, you know? I didn't really understand what was the whole point. I of- think she was just, like, so, she was just trying to escape at any means
1: is what I got from it.
0: Also, oh, yeah. And then and that's when she like threw away her charm because she was like, mm-hmm. done with this." um the scene that also kind of stayed in my head was um after that party with her friends and her and Rom- her and guy are like yelling at each other, and like her pain just stops in her in her stomach and she and the baby starts moving around, and she tells Guy to feel it. And she, he, at first he didn't want to, and she grabbed his hand, put it on her stomach, and he started feeling it. And you could see him pull away so quick. And I was like, it's, I mean, I thought it was kind of fucked up, because it was like, you sold your wife's womb. And now that it's happening, you're kind of freaking out about it. Like,
1: like you knew what the baby was when she told you she was pregnant. Like... Like you knew what the baby, you knew what what was happening before before she did. Why are you freaking out? She even does does she doesn't even know what she's carrying around inside of her. Yeah, she really didn't. She was so happy for that baby. <laughs> the whole like this movie has like some deep themes. And it's a it's a psychological thriller, thriller which is like my favorite like genre of horror movies, the psychological ones. And I was just like, the whole time, I was just like, oh, my God, poor Rosemary. I just yeah. kept saying it, like, poor Rosemary. I was
0: like, no. Yeah, like, the woman in me was getting so mad for her, and she was just like...
1: The <laughs> amount of gaslighting they all did to her, especially her husband.
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and then to tell her that her baby was stillborn...
0: Yeah, I didn't... And I don't get why they did that. Because... Okay, because, yeah, like, her baby was stillborn. And... I guess, like, kind of, like, towards the end where they're, like... Yeah, yeah, like, your baby is stillborn and stuff. And then when she came in and she saw everyone, they were, like... Do you want to see the baby? Like you should be the baby's mom. Your baby
1: wants. Your baby needs a mother. Then why the fuck you tell the baby was stillborn then? Yeah, yeah. That's because of the eyes. They didn't want to see the eyes originally. But then they pushed her. Like, I mean, at that point they were caught. So what? What are you supposed to do? (laughs) It's that I love the movie, but the ending. The ending has its faults there are a lot of things that happened at the last like 15, 20 minutes that just like, uh, like, that the guy who died giving like giving her the, the satanic book and then her her now, now being able to put all the pieces together about who Roman actually is. I was like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, I, I was, so. I was kind of proud of her about that, you know, because I feel like she was also in very extreme denial and for her to be and and she was a very like she she was very catholic and for her to start like accepting that and to start like you know what like maybe this is like real i was kind of like happy for her i didn't really expect her to put up a fight honestly same but i was so
1: happy when she did when she like bust through the secret the secret um room, I was like yes. When she pushed guy off of her, well, let's talk about Rosemary then, because
0: <laughs> sorry, can't... we're like all over the place. <laughs>
1: no, because like, the, the movie's all over the place, but it's great. But with Rosemary, you literally see her be like all hi- like all hyped and happy about moving to this new place. She designed it, put it all together. She loved her husband. She was so supportive of him, but from the very first like interactions, like she can do better. He she doesn't he doesn't appreciate her. But she was doing everything she could for him, and then, and then you just see her like get, not get paler, but it was like she was getting like gray, like dark face. It, it just you could tell that she wasn't doing good, and then she cut her hair, and then you knew she was pregnant, and it's like damn, like you. You watched her physically and mentally get worse. And then she got better towards the end. And she was like, I'm here. And then she pushed Guy off of her. And then she went to the baby. And I was like, I was like, I hope she she comes out of this. I hope she makes a deal with the devil and just ruins Guy's life. That's all she wants. It's like, I'll do whatever you want me to do. I'll raise your baby, Satan, but ruin this man's life.
0: Yeah. I would definitely do that. Cause I mean, you guys fucked me up for those nine months and I'm the mother of this baby. Satan chose me, and you really think I'm not gonna have some type of revenge? <laughs> like <laughs> But um Yeah, you can definitely see like I think I think it was like afterwards when she found out she was pregnant when she started to really change. And you, yeah, you can see it was basically draining her. Um, I can't imagine what would be going through Guy's head when she starts making all these accusations that turn out to be true. And just for him to be like, no, like, don't know what you're talking about. That's no. Um, and what also kind of got me is like, why wouldn't they want her kind of in on it, you know? Um because, I mean, Guy gets his career, and Rosemary gets the baby that she wants. I mean, all she she wanted was a family. Um, But, I mean, they, they were kind of, like, not letting her have that either. Until the very end, when she basically went in, stormed in, and basically, you know, said, this is my baby. And then in the ending, when she, you know, accepts the baby. I thought, like, why didn't they just tell her? They just, they treated her like such a child, like gasped the fuck out of her. And you can see in the beginning, I mean, when she had like her long hair, she would wear like ponytails. She wore very bright colors, I guess, to make her seem very innocent, very 19, you know, 50s housewife. And she was, you know, she stayed home. She fixed up the place. She's very like submissive to Guy. And all she really wanted was a family.
1: Right? She was so happy when she found out she was pregnant. Like, the biggest smile on
0: her face ever. He was like... You could tell he wasn't interested. Yeah, like, to him, like, Rosemary was just a trophy wife. You know? She was very beautiful. Rosemary she was very was cute. A means
1: to an end.
0: Yeah. Yeah, in a way. I don't know. I just... I felt so bad for her. I mean, I guess I'm kinda happy that in the end she got what she wanted. No, she got her baby, but she just didn't have to go through all that. They didn't have to do her like that. They didn't have to gaslit her like that, manipulate her like that. And just they all just watched her suffer. And they just they were just like, oh, Well, well, They at the
1: very least told her why. Instead of having her fucking that 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 doctor um I forgot how to say his name, but having a doctor come in and sedate her and they take her baby and tell her it's still, they told her baby was stillborn. That's the level of like, like deception they were going through. And if you're going to tell her, tell her her baby is stillborn, then why place the baby, this newborn crying baby in a room or in a room or an apartment where she's going to hear the baby? Right? Like, you people didn't even try to hide. You know that the entire apartment, your apartment and their apartment used to be one big, like, one big, like, penthouse or something. And that the wall, the new, the wall that separates it is thin. So why the fuck wouldn't you account for that? They're all dumb. But let's talk about Guy.
0: You want to start? You want to go give your opinion on Guy. God, I hate God. <laughs> hated him from the beginning. Hated him in the middle. Hated him at the end. Like, in the beginning, he was just distant. You know, they were, they, and there was like nothing between them. You know that scene where they it was their first night there, and she was like, you know, let's let's make a baby. Let's make love. He never said yes. Never said no. He just finished his food, took off his clothes, and they just did it. And I was like, okay, um. And then the, he just kept dominating her, wasn't letting her really have ideas. Um, and when when he raped her and stuff, like, you know, like with the whole demon, um, and she, she wakes up and she was like, I'm naked, um, I'm scratched up, like, what the fuck? And he was like, oh, well, you know, I didn't want to miss baby night. And, like, I just did it with you knocked out and she was like knocked out like I was out it was like oh well I just sorry I didn't mean to get rough <laughs> it was like a what did he say it was like a he said it was kind of interesting it was like a necrophilia kind of thing and I was like oh my god <laughs> you know kind of like and she she like she, you can see she was kind of upset about it but then she was I guess torn between like well it's my husband. So, no, he can't rape me. We're in this marriage, which it's still not right. I mean, which, you don't do was, that to someone. She didn't give you consent. The mindset,
1: like, which was the mindset back then that rape between a man and his wife wasn't rape because they're married. So it's always consensual, even if his wife said no. So that's like a mother theme. But they were like touching on And I was like, there's no way this movie is from 1968. They're... They're going too hard and too big for this to be a movie of this time. Of that time period.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like, that movie was just, like... I don't know. I just... Uh, really didn't like Guy. And he gaslit he When he threw also threw away the book that Hutch had given her about witches and stuff, because, you know, she's reading too much, and so she's getting too upset. Like... First of all, what the fuck? Like, my dead friend gave that to me. And you're just going to throw it away without even saying anything? Um,
1: and then... And not even that. Like, it's not even yours. It's mine. It's mine. But,
0: Why are yeah. you touching my shit for? Exactly. Um, And then when she had, like, woken up after giving birth to the baby, being told the baby was stillborn... And he came up to her and he was like, "Well, we'll ha- we'll have more babies, and this time we'll have babies when we're like rich, and I can get us a big house." Like that's not the fucking point. First of all, I just that's lost my. Ch- she-
1: yeah, she lost her baby. She wants to be. She doesn't care about the fucking, fucking big house. She just wanted you to be to feel like you you were fulfilled as an actor, but you,
0: want it more, greedy. Yeah, exactly. Like he's like right off the bat, he was like, "Well, we can have more," and. He and he never went into detail about having more kids, but he sure as fuck went into detail about their new house and how it's gonna look and how it's gonna be so big and It's like, oh, nobody asked first of all um and what and I think also while she's basically in the other room grieving for her lost child that she was trying to protect, he's at this party, literally where their child is and he's not even with the child. He's just chilling with everybody. And that kind of pissed me off too cuz it's like I don't know. It's like I feel like it goes to show that he doesn't feel bad about it like at all, you know. He was never there for her at all. He got what he wanted. And so why would he feel bad? Well, you can see in some scenes where he tries to like hide and he'll try to like look away. I I think also um the scene i think after the rape um where he was like practicing being on his crutches and and rosemary was like like what's wrong like you haven't looked at me at all and it's like and i thought that was also kind of fucked up like you raped her you did this whole ritual and you're what ashamed or you're scared or whatever you're not looking at your wife who now has to carry this Devil child inside of her. He there's nothing to say. I'm
1: saying, but I just don't like guy. Like,
0: like, uh. and I I, I like how they named him guy. Mm -hmm. You know, like he's just he's a guy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And a guy in the worst way at that. Like the stereotypical asshole that you supposed to avoid in high school, he's that guy. Yeah. What about Minnie will Yeah, come in a minute. Yes, of course, please do. I just come over to thank you for saying those nice things to us the other night. Oh no, yeah, please. Poor Terry. So. We thought maybe we failed her some way. Though her note made it crystal clear we hadn't. From the, I didn't like her from the off. First introduction, I was like, she's annoying, she's overbearing, she nosy. Go back to your fucking apartment, lady, ASAP. Like, why are you here? Why are you fucking with? I, I don't like you.
0: What did yeah, many. No, I didn't like her either. Literally, as soon as she would come knocking, and Rosemary opened the door, she was already like halfway into her apartment.
1: Didn't even let the Didn't even let Rosemary say hi. What 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 do you want?
0: Yeah, she just Hello. <laughs> um yeah she was extremely overbearing um every time like rosemary would go out i don't know where you would see see her there and be like oh my god rosemary what a coincidence huh and it's like it's not a coincidence now is it very nosy very she she was more suspicious suspicious
1: than roman from having not have watched it for a while and then seeing it this time Right off the bat, I was like, something's off with this lady. Like, like she's trying too hard, and she's being too friendly. And when you just met this woman.
0: Yeah, and then she didn't even mourn the daughter, not really daughter, that killed herself.
1: Suspicious.
0: And also, I just want to point out, I don't know why Rosemary wore the necklace that she saw this woman dead in. You know- this is for
1: you from Roman and me.
0: For me, it's just
1: a little present as mm-hmm. for moving in. There's no reason. It's real old. It's over three hundred years. These wearing. She even flashback to it. I'm like, you flashback to it, and then you put it on, and it has a smell to it. I don't care how nice looking the gift is. If it has a smell coming off of it, you decline
0: that shit. If yeah, if I saw someone dead with it, I don't want it. And why would you give the one thing that reminds you of the girl you raised to someone else? Like I, I don't, I don't know, but no, but yeah, I, Minnie was very, very suspicious. That lady was like, because li- literally after um, I forgot what her name was. The girl who had killed herself, like the day after, she had invited Rosemary. And Guy over. And she was like, you guys should just come over. We'll have, like, a dinner or whatever. Like, I don't know. Like, okay. And she seemed very, like, happy, very chippy, very bubbly. Which I feel like, I mean, I kind of get not wanting to be alone. But I don't get being just, like, excitable, full of life. Um... And then I and then you know when when they got there they noticed that they never they they didn't have any pictures of her, which I thought was also sad. Very suspicious.
1: Because even Rosemary clocked that she was like they they changed their pictures or cause, or or they they have pictures that don't even that don't even fit the frame. It, it's all off. I'm like, see, she being suspicious, <laughs> but um what about her husband what about roman the, the the mastermind behind the whole thing he was the son of the
0: satanist he was but i actually kind of don't have any like big opinions about roman i feel like he was very behind the scenes um i think the strongest impression i had of him was towards the end you know when Rosemary had stormed into the room with a knife and he was kind of, like, talking to her very gently. um, It's it very, it very cult-like to me. But, um, I don't know. I just, I feel like I don't see him much throughout the movie. Um, I
1: feel like he's only in a few scenes. He's only really in, like, three or four scenes where he's actually talking. The rest of them is mostly just, like, hallucinations. His wife has a bigger presence than he does.
0: Yeah. Like, I feel like he's kind of more, like, in the background, like, just watching stuff go down. Um, but but I guess the once uh, I guess an, another scene where he gave me a strong impression was um, when Hutch came to visit her. And then, like, after she was already pregnant... And then Roman came and he was like, "Who's here?" Like all, and he could see his face already, basically through the door. And he was like, "Oh, who's here? Do you have a friend?" And I don't know why she would invite him in if you have someone over. But she was like, "Do you want to meet him?" Which makes sense because Roman was just like staring at her. Like you have someone over. That's weird. Um, and then he walks in, and then the whole time he's like staring at Hutch, very like weird, like. And it's like, you gotta you gotta chill for a second. Like just calm down. And then literally as soon as he leaves, guy comes running through the door. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. He was definitely
1: just like behind the scenes, the mastermind, making sure everything got together. It's just cause he was always cool, calm and collected, while Minnie was running her ass around like a maniac the entire movie yeah let's talk about terry i'm pretty sure terry committed suicide because she figured out what was going on what they were trying to do to her and she had to get out and that was the only way she felt that she could but what did you think about terry
0: i felt the same way um i think the first night they were there And you heard chanting, That's they were basically doing the same thing that they did to Rosemary, but to Terry. Um, I'm assuming that's the only way, that's the only reason they saved her. Which kind of sucks, you know? Like, you have these people who basically took you in, they raised you. Like, I think Terry has said multiple times, like, you know, they really saved my life. Just to find out that the whole time they, you know, they just want me to carry Satan's baby. Um... And it's kind of sad, like, you know, like, because you, you see the difference between Rosemary and Terry. You know, Terry, her way out was, I'm going to kill myself. But Rosemary was more, like, in a way submissive because, I mean, she wanted the baby. Well, I guess Rosemary also didn't know really what was going on. Um, but once she was, like, figuring it out, well, I guess she didn't know until the end, really. Like, that it was the devil's baby. She just She just thought they were going to use her baby. Um, But I don't, I don't know. I, th- I think Terry's character is kind of sad. Yeah, the fact that she thought the only way
1: she, can, she could get out was by killing herself it was so depressing. And I feel like her meeting Rosemary is what was like gave her the strength to be like, I had to get out some kind of way, because she felt very complacent up until. I feel like I got the feeling she was very complacent until she met Rosemary. Really, but also you can also see it is that she meets Rosemary, sees that the, that there's a a new young, new young, fertile woman in the building, and she's like, "I can get out, I can leave, and if I leave, it's no longer my problem. They'll give it to her." Cause I also kind of thought about that too.
0: What about you? I guess, yeah, I can I can see that. Um, I don't know. I thought that they were having such a good time down there in the laundry mat. <laughs> you know, they were like talking to each other and having like very not deep conversations, but I feel like Terry was she felt very comfortable with Rosemary and. Yeah, I I guess maybe in a way Terry was kind of like a prisoner there, just the way Rosemary was. Um, and then found the courage when she talked to Rosemary, and because you know, I guess she realized that this is kind of not normal, and um, think maybe I should get out. Especially when like, because Terry had told Rosemary about her brother in the navy, um, and. After, you know, her her death and the police had asked Roman and Minnie, like, you know, does she have any, like, other family? And they were like, no. And Rosemary was like, yeah, she does. Like, she has a brother in the Navy. Which kind of goes to show that, you know, Roman and his wife and Terry's relationship is not as great as they make it seem. Or as, you know, Roman was making it seem. So I'm assuming that... um, she didn't feel comfortable enough to tell them or maybe, maybe they didn't care. But I also think that she just, she kind of knew something was off. And then, yeah. And then once she had spoken to Rosemary, she had the courage to jump off and kill herself. Cause she was like, I don't have any other way. I guess, yeah, technically she doesn't have any other family. She was felt abandoned. She was basically a runaway and she didn't even have anywhere to go. Yeah. She sounded so
1: grateful to have met them and then for them to use that against her disgusting
0: yes yeah, which makes me so sad i mean i'm assuming she also probably just you know wanted to kill herself because these people she thought was nice betrayed her they were gonna use her maybe they were already gaslighting her you know all that to kind of just crumple down yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: what about dr abraham
0: is that the guy that they had referred her to
1: mm-hmm which was also quite like we were like, oh, no, no, honey, just go to their doctor. Don't worry about our doctor. Like, what? Like, no, I have my own doctor. Why can't
0: I use my own doctor? Right? No, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, what the
0: fuck? <laughs> yeah, they were like, oh, well, he's the best in the city. I don't care. Like, this guy knows my family, knows my history. Uh, oh, Rosemary. Anyway, uh, he, he, I noticed that he told her, like, a couple times to not read books. Like, off the bat, you know, she wasn't even really, like, I'm assuming she wasn't an avid reader, but he was like, just don't read. Like, it'll put ideas in your head. And I was like, bitch. You know, like, like they're, they're trying to keep her as ignorant as possible. And also for him to see her in the state she was as a medical professional and not help her in any way, I was like... I mean, I get it. She, you're trying to get this demon baby to turn fine. But give her something. Like, like Rosemary was already, like, very tiny, very skinny. And now she's, like, bones. Like, she looks horrible. You can see the bags under her eyes are just dark. She's in pain, like, 24-7.
1: Like, what fucking oath did you take as a doctor? Like, what the fuck is going on?
0: Exactly. Like, you know, if you're going to have this woman carry the devil's baby, fine. But at least make her comfortable. Jesus. No, but no, nobody, nobody cared about Rosemary. So I guess, um, I don't know. I think my strongest opinion is just him as a medical professional, you know, having to see this woman suffer very badly. I don't know. I just can't, I don't know. Actually, I don't feel like. They're all horrible.
1: Yeah. But we've come to our last characters I decided to put them down together and it is the devil, and the devil's baby, Rosemary's baby. What did you think about the concept of the of the devil and the devil's and like Satan spawn?
0: What I didn't get, I think, about the whole about the whole thing is like why, like, like what was the point of them doing all this for the devil's baby? Like, is it for like, is he supposed to be the antichrist or like? Well. I
1: don't think they really care to ask, like, why you need us to do this. Well, first, like, Roman's a saint in this. he He worships the devil, so I don't think he really needed a reason. The devil just told him to do it, so he did it. But I think everyone else, they benefited from it. I mean, like, guy, guy, his movie career, his acting career started to take off because he pledged to make this happen. So I think everyone involved outside of, like, Roman and maybe many were – Benefiting, I'm pretty sure Roman was benefiting from it too. Yeah, they all got this type of like they benefited from it. So, why wouldn't they help a day of the devil have his kid now? What the devil was gonna do with that kid, we would have to watch, we would have to read the sequel to the book Rosemary's Baby. Oh, what? There's a sequel? Yep, there's a book. Yeah, this is based off a book. the
0: The book came out in 60. In early sixty seven, I knew that like that it was based off a book, but I didn't know it was a sequel to the book.
1: Whatever happens, to, whatever happened to Rosemary's baby?
0: That's what I want to know too, because it's like I don't know. I'm very curious to know, like what the devil's plan was for it, because like I don't know, because it's just like why, unless, um. I mean, unless it was like a way for him to like come into the earth, and wreak havoc. It it never it never really made it clear if like if, I, I think it
1: might have just been like the devil's spawn. Like I guess the devil needed to replenish himself. I don't know, but the book is not called Wapping the Old Mary's Baby." I'm sorry. The there wow. is a there's a sequel. To the movie that's called Look What Happened to Rosemary's Baby. But it was a TV movie on ABC in 76, almost like seven years later, different cast. It's not really, it's not based off a novel because the novel is called Son of Rosemary. And the, the movie Look What Happened to Rosemary's Baby is a completely like original sequel story that has nothing to do with the book. But now I kind of want to read The Son of Rosemary because I don't know. I don't want to know what
0: happened to the baby. Me too. Like, I'm very curious to know what the plan was um, for all of that. Um, I want to know, like, how Rosemary handled having to. you know, knowing, I mean, her being you know, growing up very Catholic, knowing that she's raising the devil's son, you know, um, if there's any like conflicting feelings about that, or that's, did like that's
1: where the, me- the movie messaging kind of like as a yes, this is a 60s movie when it was just like her, her, her nature, her, her woman, her female nature of being a mother outshines any other any of her rational thoughts she's a mom first like what this is the devil's baby i can do this again and get a re- a
0: regular baby out of this like bye yeah and that's what bothered me about the whole thing like everyone benefit it benefited from him you know guy did his little fucking followers did that bitch i forgot what her name was i'm sorry i don't know if i'm supposed to curse on here but like, we swear, we're a uh, adult show. <laughs> what was her name? Uh, it was has like it two names to it? Was it Minnie's um, friend? Yeah, yeah, the, the one that was like cursing at Rosemary, telling her to get away from the baby. You don't belong here. Like first of all, bitch. Was
1: it Lo- was it Laura Laura Lu- Louise Laura Louise? Yeah.
0: Yeah, she really pissed me off. <laughs> Like, first of all, bitch... I didn't,
1: like, I didn't like anyone I met. Only people... Only people in the food that I enjoyed that I liked were... Was Rosemary. Was, um... Her friend. Um, what's... Um, Hutch. Um, her first... her Her, her actual doctor. Like, even though he called... Even though Dr. Hill called, um called abraham he was just doing his job he didn't know he was doing anything wrong so all of that i was i like those characters everyone else is ass like everyone well terry was a good person but everyone else was ass
0: but she bothered me so much because you know towards the end when 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 like rosemary found out that her baby was you know the devil's eyes and stuff and everybody was like Basically everyone was like Rosemary you, you know you should join, like raise the baby, except for this bitch, like except for Laura Louise, you know, she was very like cold towards Rosemary. She was very pissed that she was there. Uh when she was rocking the the, the cradle too hard and, and Rosemary was like
1: Rocking him too fast, that's why he's crying. Don't mind your own
0: business. Let like Rosemary rock you. Chill. I- I feel like she wanted
1: it to be her womb and wanted it to be her baby. But, you know, that wasn't in the devil's plan, sweetheart. Let that hurt go.
0: She really needed another place. Like, the devil chose me. Get out of here. <laughs> like,
1: devil, like, I'm taking care of the kid. Like, smite this bitch. Get out of my face. Do something.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I also don't have like strong feelings about the devil in general. Cause I mean, I guess he was just doing devil things, you know, he was like, just trying to,
1: he isn't really part of the movie. I mean, you see him there. There's like a, like an actual like manifestation of the devil, but he's just like in the background, the entire movie. He like, you know, he's a part of the plot, but you don't see him doing anything really. That's what Roman's for. That's what the weird... That's what the whole cult is for.
0: Yeah, I feel like he... I don't know. I kind of feel like he wasn't like Roman, like, give me a baby. I feel like Roman was like, hey, I'll give you a baby if you do this, this, and this. And the devil was like, well, shit. All right, you know. That's cool. I need need a devil spawn somewhere. You know? Because he wasn't tormenting Rosemary. He wasn't like... You know, like, like you know, like, there wasn't a lot of, like, supernatural stuff going on in the movie. It was just, it was people. Like, people were doing this to Rosemary. Um, I personally think that um, that manifestation that, she, you know, of the devil was her dream. I think that she dreamt that, you know, that guy was a, a, the devil raping her while she was sleeping. Um, which I think also kind of falls back on her being extremely religious. And, you know, seeing as guy as evil. Because he was kind of... I mean, he was very cowardly. But, again, you know, he basically sold his wife and his baby to the devil just so he can get famous. Like, okay. um, So, I mean, I feel like... I don't know. I mean, it's just a devil doing devil things. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, you know? He was just doing his thing. Like, people were the... It was people that were, like, tormenting her. And people that were, like causing her pain and trapping her and you know because she could have just easily gone these couple i'm pretty sure she could have gone those months carrying this the the devil's baby with no problem she would have had no worry if they didn't like make it as difficult for her as as you know as as possible that makes any sense
1: it does yeah i like the movie this this is a good movie and it leaves you with so many questions and it makes you want to hate so many people i don't know i love this movie i don't, I don't know what to say after that but, i um,
0: no. i yeah i had a lot of opinions when i watched this movie and after it really made me think and it's been a long time since i watched a scary movie that made me think
1: yeah i like the, yeah it does make you think it makes you it's, it gives you i don't know it just. uh it invokes so much but i enjoy it
0: yeah i would watch it again i'd probably buy the dvd and watch it again <laughs>
1: But it's time for us to go get some behind-the-scenes info. This movie had a budget of $3.2 million. And they got a box office of $33.4 million. That was a huge, huge return. Um, as I said earlier, it's based on the 1967 novel of the same name by Ira Levin. I don't think I said that, said the person's first name right. Um, the the main actress, Mia Farrow, was not the director's first choice. There were several other actors actresses that he had in mind. His main actress, um, let me check. I forgot what that was. His main actress, he uh he wanted a full figured, robust girl next door type and he wanted an actress called Tuesday Weld. Um, but she turned it down and then he also considered his wife for the role, Sharon Tate, but I don't know what happened with that, and then a bunch of other like big artists of a t- like book acts of the time, like Jane Fonda, Patty Duke, Goldie Hawn. They're all considered, but given that the book didn't sell a lot, he was afraid that the movie wasn't going to do good, so he cast Mia Fa- uh, Mia Farrow, who was a rising star at the time, who had a bit of cachet in a lead role because he needed a name. A recognized name and she was a, a star on a hit T V show um Peyton's Place soap opera that ran for about five years. Oh cool. It was stunt casting. It was but you know it worked out because she was great in the role. Um that scene talked about where Rosemary's walking into traffic that was real. That was real? That was real.
0: Oh my god <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um Yeah that was it's let me see. Uh how can I gotta find it. I, I it out of my notes for some reason. Yeah, they th- that scene. Um, he had her and in, walk into oncoming traffic on Fifth Avenue. Um, and when Mia Farrow was afraid, he was he, the the director pointed to her pregnancy pattern and said, "No one's gonna hit a pregnant woman." So she had to walk into real traffic with only one operating. Um, with only one camera person. Um, operating the camera, a handheld camera, because he was the only one willing to go out there with her. Oh my god! Everyone else was like, "You're fucking crazy." I'm not getting paid enough for this. Goodbye. <laughs> um, the movie was over budget and at least three weeks behind schedule. They had a bunch of delays. They had to like move a different different parts of the country and shit. And then during the middle of like one of the shoots. In front of the cast and the crew and all the other, everyone else. Her husband served her with divorce papers. What? And her husband is the famous what was the famous the late fam- uh, the late Frank Sinatra.
0: What? Oh, that's crazy. Who was
1: like years older than her because when he died back in like when Frank Sinatra died he was When Frank Sinatra died, he was 82 back in 1998. Mia Farrow is currently 76.
0: Oh my god.
1: That's a huge age gap. Which was the norm back then. I guess. (laughs) But, yeah. And she was going to quit, but the director convinced her not to. And I can't talk about this movie without talking about the director, Roman Polanski, who has a interesting past you know anything about him
0: I don't think so
1: what you have you done any re- hey you know about um, Charles Manson and the manson murders right oh yeah and you know the actress that he killed yeah that was Roman Polanski's wife at the time but like, that was his wife and his unborn child who were murdered in in his home what yep and he considered his he considered her his wife for this role before it went. Tara was married. This movie came out this movie came out I wanna say a few months before his wife died. This movie came out in June of sixty eight and she died in August of sixty nine. Damn. Yep, he had a couple he had a couple hits before and after. I mean he um he directed Chinatown in 1974, which is a huge hit. I love that movie. But he also he also made um, The Ghost Rider in 2010, which I also love. But Roman Polanski is a fugitive from the American government. He's a fugitive? Mm. Oh my mm. god, this is getting crazy. <laughs> Roman Polanski has a huge... Um, sexual assault sexual abuse uh background in 1977 he was arrested for the sexual assault of a 13 year old girl my god 13 Mm -hmm. jesus that's fucking crazy in 2009 roman polanski was arrested while in switzerland at the request of the united states and this is all doing like sexual misconduct, sexual crimes, and he's he's on on the run. And that was back in two thousand nine that he was uh, supposed to be arrested, but he still was able to make movies and get Academy Awards for these movies while a fugitive, a in law, law. So.
0: That's fucking crazy. Oh my god. Mm Mm-hmm. Huh. Wow. I didn't know that we had so much behind it.
1: Well, he's been a fugitive from the American government since 1978. In that time, he's made critically acclaimed films that have won Golden Globes and BAFTAs and Academy Awards. The movies that he made in 79, The Pianist, which he made in 2002, which is a great movie the ghostwriter 2010 which is a great movie he made movies in 2013 and 2019 all of which won awards and the pianist won the oscar for best director in 2003 he 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 (laughs) and that's with him had already been being like a fugitive since 1978 Jesus. Mm-hmm. But all that change, post Me Too, he's no longer eligible for any big awards. So his filmography has, I mean, he's still making the films, but he's not winning or being nominated for awards. They haven't let they haven't nominated him since 2000, 2011
0: Well, that's good. I can't imagine. You know, oh my God, that sounds awful.
1: And the fact that he's a director in a movie about like mistreating
0: women, right? <laughs> the Jesus audacity. God. Well, maybe he made. That's why he made Guy such a very hateable character. You know, he couldn't relate. Mm-hmm, like... mm-hmm. Oh my god. Well,
1: I gave you guys all that backstory because it's actually the this is the only Roman Polanski movie that we're going to ever talk about because he didn't make that many horror movies or psychological thrillers i mean i guess ghost Rider can count but that's more of a political thriller so that wraps up rome Plansky and that wraps up rosemary's baby but not really because maria you have to give us your review out
0: of five out of What's your review maria i not want to give it a four because like i really really liked the movie but like i just felt so bad for rosemary
1: <laughs> same i also give it a 4 it's a good movie good themes it's amazing it just keeps you guessing and, ke- and just leaves you with so much anger and questions and empathy and i don't re- i don't mind like watching it again i find every time i rewatch it i pick up on something else or i yeah. pick up on someone else being shady when i they think they are being shady the time i watched the previous So, yeah, I give it it a four as well. Good movie. We highly recommend you guys watch it. And if any of you watched the 2011-2010 miniseries, let me know how it is because I'm probably never going to watch it myself. So, (laughs) thank you guys all for listening. Thank you, Maria, for joining me. Thank you for having me. This has been the Haddonfield Horrors Podcast. A piece. The Hide and Feel Horrors Podcast is a letters to media production.
0: Should we do an intro?